I'm Haley and this is Taya and welcome to Haley and Taya. We rip supernatural start over and it's also sometimes talk about stuff of a podcast. Uh, uh, there's a very interesting thing that happens every time you do that and um, it's called uh, every single time you do that discord cuts you out. (laughs) That's really funny. It's happened for several episodes now but it went so bad on that one and I was like well okay. Anyway also known as Hatrusa and this week we're talking about season three episode six. Red Sky at Morning. This episode originally aired on November 8th, 2007, and was written by Loris and Andreas. Andreas. Maybe. This was Maybe. the only episode that this wrote-er, wrote-er. <laughs> You're having a great time right now. That this wrote, writer wrote. It's fine. Um, and I feel bad because... I don't know what you're going to say for your for your your favorite thing on the wiki, so we'll talk about it later. Okay. And it was directed by Cliff Bowl, Bolle, Bowl, Bowl, Bolle, who also this is the only one that Cliff directed, which again I feel bad about. We'll talk about it later. Shall I summarize? Go for it. I okay. So. <sighs> Oh, wait. First, I would like to speak on our prolonged absence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when was our last episode? Two, uh, two, two weeks? Three weeks ago? I think it was three. Okay. So, so sorry, guys, about that. Um, yeah, it was it's January been three 15th. weeks. Oh, so it's been technically o- like a month. four weeks. Okay, so... Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. Here's what happened. I started student teaching. Uh, and it's been so much. And I've been tired. And then when I realize that it's later in the week and I've already surpassed a Hatrusa date, I'm like, oh. And then I just forget to message Taya because I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> so when Taya has messaged me and been like, hey, Hatrusa, I'm like, sorry, I've been sleeping. <laughs> um, but it's fine, and we're doing it, and we're, it is a fun time, and we're, th- we are thriving. So, here we are, a month later, and here's uh, my summary of Red Sky at Morning. <clears throat> a woman is jogging and sees a ghost ship, and then she starts drowning. That's our setup. Then we're in the car with Sam and Dean, where Dean goes after Sam because he noticed that there was a bullet missing from the cult. Sam is like, I don't care. And Dean is like, damn, why did you kill a demon? That's not safe. Anyway, they go visit the aunt of the dead jogger. The aunt's name is Gertrude. And they pretend to be friends with Alex. We don't know who that is. But it makes her more her. It makes her more friendly towards them. They go outside and the Impala is missing and Dean has a fucking panic attack. Um, But then Bella shows up and is like, sorry, I know where it is. And it's because Bella moved it to a tow zone. What a rascal. We also learn that she sells old women fake charms against curses and stuff. Bella would really thrive in the present day occult Etsy market. Anyway, turns out she's she's the one who is Alex, she's been calling herself that, and she was trying to trick Gertrude into thinking that her niece's murder was solved, but now Gertrude is like, "Mm, 
maybe not, and isn't paying Bella. So, then another man dies by drowning, and then his brother also dies, even though the boys tried to save the brother. His name's Peter. Um, Bella shows up and tells them what's going on, and they, she's like, we have to find this dead sailor's hand. It was made into a hand of glory. And it's in the Maritime Museum. But it's okay, because there's a fancy event happening there tonight, which is very coincidental. Um, so there's a fancy function there, and Dean and Bella goes a couple couple to, there to, to, lift, to lift the hand. Uh, and Sam goes with Gert to distract her and keep her out of the business, which is really uncomfortable, and that whole, that whole side plot is really bad. Um, mm. Dean and Bella steal it. They leave... Dean finds out Bella stole it from Dean somehow. Uh, they figure out the link between all the victims, and they go to tell this to Bella, but Bella has seen the ghost ship now, uh, and they think that she's lame for this, and they tell her she sucks. And then, But she, uh, she calls them serial killers, I think, and then uh, she asks for their help, and they're like, oh, you want help from serial killers? And she's like, sorry, that was harsh, but yeah, I really do need your help, though. So they help her uh, by summoning the ghost of the ship captain, and then his brother's ghost, who's the dead sailor, attacks him and they disappear. Uh, and then Bella gives Sam and Dean each $10,000, or it's $5,000 each. It's not really clear whether there was $10,000 given to each of them or $10,000 total. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it was 10000 total, but I, I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. So Dean wants to go spend the money on gambling. Sam wants Dean to care that he's going to die. Dean does not care. The end. The end. The end. And our death count for this episode, uh, according to the wiki, is seven total. However, one of those was in the past and mentioned only. And then one of them was in the past and is our current ghost. And then two of them are ghost deaths. So we have three on-screen deaths and four questionable deaths. Three on-screen deaths, two ghost deaths, and the... F- yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And I actually remembered yeah. to say the deaths in the right location that time, so I'm congratulations really today. Thank you. Would you like to know my notes? Yeah. Okay. So my first note is, when the ghost ship hits... Because that's a big part of this episode is ghost ship. And um, like Taya asked me at the beginning of the episode, they were like, I know you love ghosts. How do you feel about ghost ships? The answer is like, why not? Right. Except this one was like not like we only saw the ghost ship like a few times and like not really. Yeah, we didn't even like we didn't even get to go on the ghost ship, which is disappointing because in the hit video game Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, you get to go on a ghost ship. And mm-hmm. I think that it should have been more like that. But, like, whatever. It's fine. My next note is uh, a piece of the conversation between Sam and Dean in the, in the car in the beginning. Sam says, you shot her. No, sorry. Dean says, you shot her. And then Sam says, she was a smart ass." <laughs> well. And I just thought it was really funny. Um, I really liked that part. Then I have that Sam is the king of mentioning really vague religious holidays. I called it vague, um, not because say like saying that a religious holiday is vague, but um, 
what was the name of the Jewish holiday he mentioned? Purim. Yeah. So he mentions that because he Dana's like, oh, what happened there? You're not going to talk about it? And Sam's like, uh, was your birthday? And Dean's like, no. And then Sam is like, oh, happy, or... Yeah, happy Purim. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, that's a random poll. Right, it's like a totally random poll, and it's it's vague in the sense that, like, most non-Jewish people don't know what that is. So, Sam is just the king of that. And there's not, like, there's not, like, they don't talk about Judaism in the show, aside from, I think, when they talk about the golem. Like, I... I don't know. It was just like I don't know if people are gonna know what that is necessarily. It was just. It, was think... just, it seemed. It felt random. Yeah, it felt random. It was. Um, then I have my note, next note is Dean started having a panic attack because baby was missing. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with him. Mental illness. <laughs> yeah. And then I have that was very scary just now. I did not like the black veins and poppy eyes. That is when the second guy dies. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's. First of all, he did the thing where he reaches into a really dirty, bla- like, jet Don't black water that. bathtub. Which I, is like, why would guys, you do that? stop gross, fucking doing gross. that. Like, sometimes I'm afraid, like, I'm afraid to even reach down to, like, in, like, a sink when, you know, you know so, like, our sink has a garbage disposal, you know, but our garbage uh-huh. disposal can get clogged if it goes, if it's too full. And the water, like, the sink fills up with water, you know? Yeah. I don't even like reaching into the sink when that happens because I'm like, oh, I can't see the bottom. That's gross. What if I yeah, touch no, the I'm, I don't. I'm not about to do that. So, like, I can't even imagine. Or, like, when I, I stayed in a hotel in December and um, there was one of those really nice jacuzzi tubs in there. But the, like, the, in order to drain the tub, you had to reach down to the bottom. And we used a bath bomb so the water was like a pretty color, but I couldn't see the bottom, and I didn't even want to reach down there and touch it because I was like, "Oh my god, what if something happens? Why does nobody have common sense? Or am I just too neurodivergent for this?" <laughs> I had to zone out for a bunch of that because um, music started playing and I couldn't find it. It turns out that Netflix decided I was going to start watching a very supernatural Christmas without my consent. Oh, that's um, so quirky. Yeah, it scared me real bad. Um. Anyway, yeah, I'm not, I, I will, I will not be reaching into gross, green, dirty water. No, it's just not happening. No. So, we continue. Uh, My next note is Lauren Cohen is so pretty, because she is so pretty. Then I have, OMG, it's like reverse waterboarding. (laughs) Oh my god. Because it was! Then I have Dean, that was disgusting. Stop, stop making sex references. I really wish he would, but he won't. And then I have... Okay, so this is really funny because I called Dean out for making a sex reference, but then my exact my next note is a quote from Bella saying, you know, when this is over, we should really have angry sex because that's, like, my favorite line ever. Um... So, I guess that's a little bit of a double standard for me, but also, like, Dean is constantly referencing sex, and that was, like, one time. So, it's fine, probably. My next note is, Dean, don't ob- D- Dean, don't objectify me, Winchester. I will objectify you. 
followed by, we love the poor touch-up of Bella's hair between the first ship party part and the scene when they're alone. Would you like to talk about that, Taya? Oh, Bella's hair was so sad for this party. Clearly, I don't, I don't know, maybe the stylist left, like, partway through the day. Like, the stylist, I don't think, was there for the whole shoot day. Because her hair in, like, the very first scene, which is so weird. I wonder if they did that one at the very, very end. Because it looked the worst when she was first shown in this fancy outfit. Because I wonder if they did all of the scenes at the party first and then went back to that set, uh, wherever it was. I don't know if they were in, like, different locations or not. And And they did that one at the end because they only had, like, one... once like one maybe it was like two or three shots but it was like one scene at the place that they're they're squatting but it's so like the curls are so limp and sad and they they look like curls that have been in for hours and hours and just like have started have pretty much completely uncurled there's no bounce to them there's no volume it looks like she is at the end of a night instead of going in And then at the party, it's a little bit better at first. And then they go upstairs to the couch after she's pretended to faint. And I was like, holy shit, this is the first scene that they shot. Because it was, it wasn't, it still wasn't my favorite hairdo for her. Um, It was kind of weird where it looked like it should have been half up, half down, but they kept it all down and just kind of like twisted it in the back. They didn't braid it or anything. They just kind of like twisted it and clipped it a little. It was weird. I didn't like it. But on the couch... They had, like, bounce to them. They were, they looked like they had been curled and set. And I was like, well, this was the first scene they shot. And then they shot the rest of the upstairs where it looked okay, but, like, so, like a little bit limp at times. Then they shot the downstairs scenes. And then they shot the scene at, at the house. And I just found it so distracting because, like, her hair looks fine the rest of the episode. In fact, usually it looks pretty good. And it was just, like, this is the moment where she's supposed to look just, like, so stunning and beautiful at this, like, very fancy black tie event. And her hair looks so sad. Her hair looked sad and her makeup, I thought, was a little bit lackluster because Bella always wears, like, a decent amount of makeup. Even for, like, you know, this is TV, the women are always going to be wearing makeup, etc., etc. But she's always very put together in her day-to-day because she's like a rich businesswoman that is the aura she gives off but they didn't actually change her makeup from day-to-day to to, uh black tie and i thought they could have done something there because like she's supposed to be the one who has like an in in this life right she's the one who's used to these really fancy parties with these really rich people and her like jewelry reflected that and her costume did too it was a very like nice black dress but her styling in the sense of, like, her makeup and hair just, like, didn't reflect that. And I thought it was, like, I found it distracting. Because I was, like, her hair looks awful. It looks so bad. Yeah. It looks like, like, like I've seen prom hair that looks better than that. It was just, like, so limp and lifeless and flat. And I know they can do better because when she sat up on the couch, I was, like, this is what it's supposed to look like. It's still not my favorite, but it looks better. So, yeah, I don't know. It just bothered me a lot. There there were things that were bothering me in this episode that, like, weren't relevant. Um, when that woman gets strangled up at the beginning, I have to say it. I First of all, I think that shot went on for so long when she's in the shower. We didn't need so many shots of her washing her hair. There were, like, a lot. Um, to the point where she made the same, like, face. She tilted her head up, look, up, at the, up at the 
at the sh- at like where the water is falling and opened her mouth and we got that same shot like the same like expression face like four times which made me think that they just had her keep doing it and instead of choosing the favorite shot they just used all of them but there's this one moment right before she strangled where it goes she makes that face and then she goes to run her hands through her hair and it goes no soap soap and shampoo no soap she's getting strangled and it was just a moment of just me feeling like i was like it it it, it was like jarring because suddenly yeah. shampoo appeared and she was making the same face again and she was getting i was just like it it was poorly constructed it was poorly Perfect. edited yeah anyway um, and yet none of these things were mentioned on the wikipedia page today so yeah there was no there was no errors i would consider that an error because i don't usually i don't always notice the errors when they're like oh this this person is breathing but this the the soap was so jarring i was like i can't believe this isn't (laughs) in the trivia section where someone's like uh soap appears and then vanishes soap appears yeah yeah so great episode guys my next note is call me gert Gertrude tells Sam to call her Gert and I think that willingly asking to be called Gert is <laughs> questionable at best uh, then I have a note which sorry this is gonna <coughs> this is gonna sound off color because it is it's it's um, I, ha- I wrote you guys it's okay it's fine men can't be sexually harassed that is a joke obviously Basically, Gertrude has a crush on Sam, uh-huh. um, a little crushy crush, and is really touchy and really, uh, like... She grabs uh, his butt. She grabs a lot of him and yeah. is really weird with him, and you can tell that Sam Winchester is uncomfortable with it, and it's it's played for laughs because it's funny because, haha, it's an old woman. Yeah. Um, But all I'm saying is roles are... If if the roles were reversed, if it was the genders were swapped, that yeah. would be a problem. Yeah. Well, because it's... I'm not saying it's okay. It, I think that the reason they think it can be played for laughs, not only because TV is not... And society are, are not... Do not treat, like, men being harassed in the same way. Uh, but, like, because Sam is technically going along with it because they need Gert to get in but like as dean points out earlier they could have crashed the party or sam points it out yeah. and dean's like but this is easier and like it is but he's like letting her like dance with him and stuff because of the mission and it's just like so uncomfortable and like not and then gert just like vanishes after the party so it's not like yeah it's, she's literally only there for the quote-unquote joke and then is gone she has no plot relevance aside from the first scene and introducing yeah like supposedly it's to keep her like out of the business out of their business but like why wouldn't you just not like i don't know i don't know why she would have been in their business yeah i forget if that was like explained so it was explained i don't think it was explained but like she was it, it was her invitation to the party she had to know other people there or at least have something in common to talk to them about. Like, she didn't... Like, if, even if Sam had not been distracting her, she had to have something else she could be doing. She was gonna go by yeah. herself. Very weird. My next note is... Um, 
look at Dean in that fucking suit. The bow tie. The bow tie. Um, I don't know why, but Dean with a bow tie is really funny to me. I, I don't know why either. I don't know why. I just really like it. It's mm-hmm. funny in like a not like haha funny way, but just like this is so funny. I enjoy seeing this kind of way. I don't that doesn't make any sense to anybody else but me, but I'm just All right. My next note is I hate this woman. I this old woman. I think she should be drowned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then I have, uh, who who is Miss Havisham? Uh, apparently she's from Charles Charles Dickens's uh-huh. Dickens's Great Expectations. Yeah, I have never read Great Expectations. I haven't either, but I just know um, of her. But the scene where Sam makes that reference and then Dean doesn't know how to respond respond is obviously inaccurate in our in our <laughs> in our rewrite because Dean Winchester loves literature. Um, so he would be like, OMG, Sam, I can't believe you just referenced Charles Dickens. And Sam would be like, I'm not a literate dean. And that's how that conversation would go in our rewrite. Sounds good. Glad you've already written it. Yeah, no problem. Then I have, uh uh-oh, Bella, you're the ghost ship victim now, which (laughs) was really funny when I typed it. And you laughed, so, I mean... Then I have Castiel was just in Sam's Latin because it was, and it's like post. It's like referenced twice in the wiki page, but uh, yeah. Castiel mentioned in prayer. He sure is. I well, heard now him. we have to see if when he says his name in it, like Dean is immediately like, "Oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. I remember him. I, I remember this name." Or if they pretend that this didn't happen. Oh my god, I don't actually remember. So that is something to keep an eye out for. Uh, then I have ghost conversation moments. Can we play in that space longer? So basically, when the ghost... Okay, so the whole thing with the sailor and the captain is that they were brothers, and the sailor was killed, was hanged by the captain for one reason or another, which I think was mentioned, but I forget. Um, and they have a conversation when the ghost is summoned like they usually ghosts don't like have have a full conversation with each other yeah we've had ghosts show up to like kill other ghosts in fact it happens in the very first episode they usually just stare at each other or they exchange like a word or two usually it's not a full-on conversation like you let me die you kill me Usually the word is, like, somehow related to their death or, like, it's a something, name. like, it's, it's, like, a name. It's a hint about how they died. It's never, like, a fucking conversation. These two ghosts were completely, like, sentient and completely aware of, like, what was going on, who they were, and the fact that they were dead. Mm-hmm. And that, I would like that more, please. I love me a ghost. He, I love see, me a ghost. My issue with this one is, like, this episode does not really matter like none of that matters you know literally none of i think the, because because like realistically we, we literally <laughs> we're so bad at this <laughs> you go okay um we only find out details about these two brothers within the last like five minutes like bella comes and is like i saw the ghost ship and they're like we figured it all out let's go do the do it now and then they do it and then it's over so it's not like we have any time with these ghosts 
because they found figured it all out off screen and it wasn't really important. So I don't know. It just it, like as like in this instance, I was like, why are these ghosts talking? I don't care. Because I can see where it could be interesting. This wasn't. This just wasn't an episode where it matters. You know. Yeah. There was truly. I don't think anything in this episode other than the fact that like Bella. We find out that Bella somehow killed a family member. Yes. Um. And Dean and Sam have their conversation in the beginning and at the end. Dean being like, why did you try to, why did you kill a crossroad demon? And Sam being like, why don't you care about the fact that you're dying? But like, mm -hmm. th those plot points, all three of them, can be fucking written into a more relevant episode somehow. And they weren't. <laughs> yeah. So, my second to last note is Bella gave them a cut of the money. Wow. Character development? Question mark smiley face. Um, we were talking about it during the filming of the like reaction during while we watched it. That like Bella is literally we remember her being much more relevant than she is, but she's only really mm -hmm. in like a handful of episodes. Yeah. Um. So me saying character development is funny because she doesn't really get any character development because she doesn't get to be a character because she is just another woman who we can watch die. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how many she's in right now. And then she my last note three. is this summarized quote from Sam, Sam where I wrote, uh, Stop worrying about me, Dean. I just want you to give a crap that you're dying. And I was like, wow, you never will, King. All right, she's in six today. episodes, actually, which okay. is technically more than I thought. Two, three, four, five, six. I thought it was only four. But, I don't know, she just, like, maybe she was planned to be a slightly bigger character, because, like, that is, there's only 16 episodes this season, so that is a good amount. I just, I don't know, it, the way she's written, it feels not completed. Right. Um, and I also don't know how large of a character she ends up being in each of those, so I could, she might not be huge in some of them. So, for Lore Library, I don't have much, um... I can tell you that this ship, Espirito Santo, is not a real ship. It's not real. And um, it's uh, on the other Supernatural wiki. It says that it's unclear which ghost, if any, were responsible for Espirito Santo's appearance. As it would appear shortly uh, to the sailor's ghost targets shortly... This is not well written. I'm so sorry. As it would That's appear okay. shortly to the sailor's ghost targets, shortly before he attacked his victims, it is possible that he was the one who had been making the ghost ship appear. Which does make sense, because I feel like when I've heard about ghost ships, it wouldn't have just been one dude. Like, it would be like, oh, the entire ship went down, or the crew went missing. Those tend to be what you think of when you think right. ghost ship. You don't think, well, there's one guy who was on it. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, this is a ghost ship can refer to either a ship that appears as an apparition after it has been known to sunk or to a ship which continues to sail after its crew mysteriously vanishes. Neither of those are true for this ghost. This ghost is killing because he was killed by his brother. So he's killing people who have killed their family members in some way, shape or form. And that has nothing to do with the fucking ship. Right. So it's like, it's not the best construction of a like it, it it 
the ghost ship itself is not I, I feel like it could have just been done better because it's it's in in the end it's not there's a death omen which whoa Sam whoa, says, whoa 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 what? whoa whoa are you saying something in supernatural could have been done better i know it's shocking that's crazy yeah so they're saying it's a death omen but death Thelmans are common in Supernatural, so it didn't have to be a ship. And I don't know right. why it's this ship. Like, it could have just been a fucking ghost. You're I, so right. I just, I don't, I, I don't understand it at all. Um, do, do, do. This, not only is this ship not a real ship, but I looked up um, Espirito Santo, uh, and it is, let me make sure I get this right. It is a it is a state on the east coast of Brazil. Um, oh, so you know, love that. I think it means uh, yeah, Holy Spirit. It just means Holy Spirit, which um, for a ghost ship, okay. I think it's a little <laughs> bit weird because like it's it comes up when you Google it. I think it's like a little bit weird of a thing to name your ghost ship since it's not. It'd be one thing if it was based off a real ship that sunk. Right? Like, that's one thing. Right. But to make up a fake ghost ship and be like, yeah, uh, this. And then it's like, that's a state. <laughs> it's just a silly little thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm someone who does a lot of, like, when I name something, I do a lot of Googling and think, like, even if this does come up on a Google search, doesn't matter. This mm-hmm. one probably doesn't too much, but it is something where I'm like, enough people, you know, enough people, like, you know, 3.885 million people live there in 24 in 2014 and enough people probably know about it that they're probably gonna that there's a like maybe a pretty decent sized chunk of your audience is gonna hear the name of the ship and go what (laughs) i don't know it i just it's it's a weird you know it makes sense it's one of those things where it's like is this a reference or not yeah 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 um let me see do i have anything else i don't think i do yeah no that's all i got um so, does this pass the Bechdel test? No. No. Hypothetically, it could, except for the fact that uh, Gertrude and Bella don't talk to each other on screen right. without the boys. Or on screen, because Bella's like, I'm going to take Gert home and give her a cold shower. But we don't see them interact. So, no, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Cool. 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 Well, crack shipping? Uh, no thank you. No. Brought to you by... No? No. <laughs> Fave Wiki. I'm gonna go first. Okay. So my favorite thing on the wiki was kind of hard today because our wiki was a little bit dry today. No offense to the wiki, but it was a little dry today. Um, so my favorite thing on the wiki is the entire international title section. <laughs> um... I think that it's really funny that this episode is called Red Sky at Morning, even though there's a reason. Uh, I like that the German and Brazilian titles um, both have that title still. The German title, which I don't know how to pronounce, it is is translates to Red Sky at Morning, and the Brazilian title, which I also don't know how to pronounce, is translated to Red Sky. Then 
you have the Hungarian and French titles, which both translate to the ghost ship. And I like that. I like the bluntness of that. And I wish that this episode was just called the ghost ship. <laughs> I wish it was relevant enough to be called the ghost ship. I know. Le Vessir Fantôme. <laughs> really good. Mm-hmm. I guess my favorite thing on the wiki is just the fact that Castiel's name comes up three different times. I think. Let me check. Well, this was a bad way. One, two, three. Yeah. So it's mentioned under featured supernatural beings, angel, parentheses, Castiel, mentioned in prayer, close parentheses, and then in uh, continuity, the summoning spell that Sam uses evokes Castiel's name. Castiel later debuts in Lazarus Rising and goes on to become a major reoccurring and eventually main character, like we know. Um, I just I just think it's funny because I don't actually... The, the fact that this writer was only on... We don't have many writers who only do one episode, you know? Just, like, a singular episode. Yeah. Um, we will have maybe two or three where it's not much, but only one and one that technically ties into the major plot of this season, which would be the Hellhounds, which Bella is part of, is a little weird. So I wonder if this... I, I'm curious to know if this writer actually knew that Castiel was going to be a part of this show or not. Um, this isn't a fun fact. I don't think this is a fun fave wiki moment, but I did want to say that uh, this one. Sam and Dean last squatted in an unused house in Bugs. Ironically, like Bugs, Red Sky Up Morning was not rece- well received by fans and was dubbed Bad Writing in the Monster at the End of This Book by series oh, creator... Shit. Eric Kripke's stand-in, a.k.a. God, a.k.a. Chuck. Um, I don't actually think this one is the bug's bad. I don't think this one is good, but this one is not even, like, we have a lot of bad episodes, and I don't actually think this one was so bad, and that is the reason why I think it's, it's, it, it sucks a little. I don't think the directing in this one was particularly good, and the writing wasn't great, but we have a lot of those episodes come up where I'm like, this one wasn't good, but the writer does a bunch more episodes, and the director does a few more. This was the first for both the writer and director, and they never came back, and that very well might have been a choice that they made that they didn't want to write anymore, but the idea that, like, fans dubbed this, like, a absolutely, like, unsavable episode, it's not that bad. No. I didn't like it, but it's, like, not the most boring one we've run into and not even remotely the worst written. I just no. don't think it's, like, I, if I'm going That's to like choose bad writing for Monster at the end of this book, it still wouldn't, it wouldn't be this episode. This episode is, it, overwhelmingly, it's forgettable. And Supernatural has a lot yeah. of those bad episodes that are forgettable. But it's it's better to be a bad episode that's forgettable than to be, like, Bugs, which is, like, one of the worst hours of television. You yeah. <laughs> I do. They're and not I even agree. remotely on the same level for me. No. I don't know. That's all. God, that is sad. It It's, yeah... Yeah. I am so sorry to the writer if uh, fans made you scared to ever write on this show again. It wasn't that bad. It, I, it really I wasn't. I believe that you could have you could have turned it around. Maybe you have in another show. Yeah. I don't know. Man. But you know what? That's fine. Uh so <laughs> what now? 
Rating? Oh, my rating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I've rated this one uh, five ghost ships out of ten, d- due heavily in part to the fact that, like we said, it's not a bad episode, but it's not like a great one. It's just kind of average, which I feel like that's how a lot of um, this season has been, other than like one. I'm trying to open my chart, but you go ahead and read the things. Okay. So this got an 8 out of 10 on IMDb, and I think that's lower than the other ones for this season so far. Um, Let me check real quick. Season 3. Yeah, it's the lowest we've hit so far, and I think it's the... No, it's not the lowest this season. Um, It's very mixed in the reviews. We have a 7... Three tens, a six, a ten, a ten, a three, a one, an eight, and a ten. Um, so it's people really liking parts of it, thinking them funny. Uh, some people, someone said, I think that most fan. Oh, this is Cubs and Culture from 2019, uh, where they Cubs said, I get the hate, but I'm just going to say it. Bella is a good character. Ten out of ten. Um, I don't think this is a ten out of ten episode, and I don't think that. Bella is necessarily written well, but what I was saying um, in the reaction is that I think Bella has a lot of potential and the show didn't know how to use it. Yeah. I think Supernatural has a fandom which violently hated women. Like. Absolutely. Like, really, really, really aggressively hated women. Joe was introduced specifically because people were looking for, like, a, like a like a like a dean that is a girl and yes. i don't think that they i don't think they wrote her well because i think the romance subplot there is 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 silly i don't think it was ever gonna work and those actors have no chemistry but her concept isn't bad but people fucking hate her they hate her so much people fucking hate bella uh people don't mind meg and ruby as much and i wonder if i wonder if there is a correlation between people not minding female characters as much if they are Sam's love interest. Not even thinking about huh. Castiel yet, because Castiel hasn't been introduced. It feels like people tend to react much more negatively to characters that are Dean's love interest than Sam's love interest. And I'm not entirely sure why, because there was a pretty... There was a split between, like, Sam fans and Dean fans. But right. people just, like, it's especially characters that are romantically interested in Dean uh, that are women that people fucking hate. Because I think people liked Charlie. And one of the things about Charlie is Charlie's a lesbian. Right. I don't think that necessarily she's written that much better than some of these characters. Uh, she might be. But, um... I, I think, I genuinely think part of it is, like, the w- wish fulfillment, maybe, let's go with, since Cass has not been introduced, of, well, I can't date Dean if Bella's around. But yeah, I was, I've been thinking about that. But yeah, um, people don't like Bella. Um, this one says, this one is a few things that they like. Um, this person cannot stand Bella, and this one's from 2022. Uh... They, uh, one sec, I'm trying to, what is this Bella character? She's a real annoying pest that feels more in the way of the Winchester boys 
been a help to them. Uh, they don't know why they she needs to be here. Uh, they think her witty barbs and sexy glares are cringe, like she's doing a bad oh my cosplay God. of a hot girl. She doesn't fit the vibe of the series. Damn. Hopefully this is the only season she's in. Holy shit. Uh, this one says, where's the heart? They hated this episode. Uh, this person said they gave Belle a fair chance, but they cannot stand her. They find her super annoying. I have a problem with almost, I have almost, oh God, so much that I have almost a problem watching the scenes she's in. They liked oh Joe, but Bella doesn't seem like a real person, rather like some kind of farce. She's the perfect example for the current problem of the show, a total lack of heart. Help. Um, Holy and shit. then I opened one that was technically under like a critic review, uh, this person gave it a 6 out of 10 and says, Has the franchise reached its nadir? Surely it can't get much worse from here. An altogether uninspired episode. Wow. They also said, um, Season 3 is becoming increasingly hiss or mit, and if, if we have to call a spade a spade, whatever that really means. Uh, clearly the pending writer's strike is having a major impact on the quality of scripts being rushed to completion but this is going to have a negative impact on the franchise as a whole the season is crying out for something different than revenants and demons can't believe i just said that it's season three and you're sick of revenants and demons help that's not good um hopefully in the coming weeks the producers will wake up how to how far the show is drifting one for the supernatural fanatics a pretty poor effort from all involved uh, Scary Minds rates this episode as quite possibly the worst Supernatural episode to date. I just, I don't understand the people who are like, this is the worst Supernatural episode. It's fine. It's not, it's very middling to me. Like, there's not a ton of people who are just sitting in the middle of like, it's not good, but it's not bad. But that's where I am. Right. It's, it's mostly just like, meh. But yeah, that's, the reviews are in. People Great. hate Bella. <laughs> People hate Bella, and it might just be because of misogyny. I think that's a big part of it. I don't yeah, think I she's do well too. written. I don't think she's well written, but what you have to remember is most of this isn't well written, and people are willing to do the work as fans to make the male characters who aren't well written, who show up about the same amount as Bella, let's say. Let's not talk about Sam and Dean specifically, because they are the main characters, but people are willing to make these poorly written male characters better, but they're not willing to put in that kind of work for someone like Bella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's misogyny, babe. Yeah. Well, well, would you like to close off? Thank you so much for listening today. We are Hatrusa everywhere. You can like, comment, share, subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating. It really helps us out because we we're trying our best. We're trying our best. Some episodes have gone up on YouTube and hopefully some more will tomorrow. Uh, we'll just have to see how much space I have on my computer and how fast uh, my video editing software is willing to export. If you want to talk to us, you can always just talk to us and we'll be fine. Um, we do have wisdom. I don't understand how this app works, but it basically, I think you can send people asks like on Tumblr basically, and they can respond with an audio. And basically we joined because they emailed us and we're like, we'll give you this badge and me- mentor oh. coins. And so I just did, but the questions are not like relevant to us. They're like, what excites you to work on right now? What's one unpopular opinion you have? Like, they're all just like the basic, like, 
generic ones. So if anyone does right. have wisdom for whatever reason, you're welcome to send me asks and I'll answer them for Haley. I'll just tell you random shit about Supernatural. <laughs> You'll do... Taya won't even ask me. <laughs> They'll just be like, I know Haley well enough to answer this. Yeah, I'm sure. I love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm honored. Uh, hey, Taya. Hey, Haley. What's your favorite vampire trope? Oh, God. I don't know. Um, I really like that they can't enter a, enter a home without uh, permission, because no one uses that anymore. Yeah, I wish they did, still did. But, it's funny. Uh, it's funny. I doubt they. I doubt they do next time. God damn we'll it! We'll find out when we catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side.